set fight for a fifth Wimbledon title. Ah, uh, that's a Wimbledon uh, men's final from yesterday. I used to watch that every single year. I was super into it, and uh, it was one of the most exciting ever. Yesterday, it lasted like nine hours or whatever. What's that? Ping pong, uh, tennis in there, and in England, <laughs> they got new rules where they get like after a certain amount of time, they basically kind of go to sudden death sort of thing to get it over with. I like it better when you just play until people are running around on bloody stumps, right? Seeing visions, right? Crying the way it used to be. Somebody finally dies there on the grass, and the other person's declared the winner. That's why you should run go. out of tennis rackets, so they're just slapping the ball back with their hands. <laughs> but one of the funniest things that happened was Woody Harrelson was there in the crowd yes. and apparently drinking quite a bit. Yes. And announcers started mentioning that, and he was making all kinds of wild, crazy gestures and facial expressions that went uh, viral on Twitter. I totally Everybody were it. really into the whole Woody Harrelson thing. So the two of the more uh, common ones was there was one where he was trying to get back to his seat, but it was during action, so the usher did the old, no, no, you gotta wait until there's a break in the action thing. Right. And he, he was sitting there just sipping, looking visually annoyed. Uh, and he they, went to get yet another glass of wine yes. during the five and a half hours of uh, tennis. And as as the broadcast went on, the, the director of the, the TV broadcast seemed to be more and more inclined to, oh, something happened on the court. What does Woody Harrelson have to think about this? <laughs> so they, somebody got hit in the groin with a shot, and they immediately cut to Woody Harrelson, and he's reacting to it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, that, yeah, here it is. It's hilarious <laughs> that Woody Harrelson became such a feature of the match as it yes. drug on. Woody in a suit, first of oh, yeah. all. Looking sharp. With the glassy eyes of the man who's been indulging. At one point, he did this lip-licking thing that really got a lot of viral commentary, but <laughs> his like tongue was going round and round in his mouth. Wow. I don't know if he was dry from the wine or what happened there. Mm, could anyway, be. Very entertaining. I see. Some strawberries and cream for you. Um, headline, Washington Post. Democrats learn the hard way. Latino voters don't care just about immigration. I thought this was interesting. I was unfamiliar with the League of United Latin American Citizens. Ah, LULAC. LULAC. Right up there with La Raza, but the race. They're one of the major Hispanic groups in the country, and they had their big get-together. And four Democratic presidential contenders showed up. I think it was uh, Beto, Elizabeth Warren, Sander, it doesn't matter. Four of the biggies. Um, and the majority of the questions that were asked had nothing to do with any of the stuff that's getting discussed all the time on the stages by these candidates. Wow. Um, huh. uh, free health care for illegals or various border stuff and everything like that. It was the typical stuff that most of us talk about. Student loan debt, housing prices, health care insurance, no. just all that sort no, of stuff. No, no, no. Ethnic groups, racial groups, they've got to be carefully segregated and just talk about their issues because they're not normal human beings. There's nothing more insulting and condescending than identity politics. I despise it. Well, again, yeah. again the headline in the Washington Post, Democrats learn the hard way. And it was just the idea that they, they, you know, they got all their rhetoric about these various hot button issues that mostly white people and activists make up on cable news. Right. But the uh, the actual Latino community wasn't into those issues and were asking other questions. I'll read more from the Washington Post. More unexpected was an undercurrent of unease here that the Democratic Party, in its revulsion over Trump's harsh policies and obnoxious rhetoric, is positioning itself too far to the left on immigration. Uh, blah, 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 goes through the number of Hispanics in the country, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. how many vote, blah. Despite expectations that Latinos will be a crucial constituency... The LULAC president, Domingo Garcia, told me that he thinks Democratic candidates made a mistake at the recent presidential debate. All 10 candidates who were on stage 
raised their hands to show they would support providing government health care coverage, that's taxpayer health care coverage, right. to people who were here here illegally. Again, the president of LULAC was bothered that. He said that given the fact that so many U.S. citizens, a disproportionate number of them Hispanics, still lack coverage, that was not a good general election position to begin with, and it does not win them many votes in the Latino community. Mm. How hilarious and interesting is that? The president of LULAC says, we didn't like that much. We got a lot of people that are here legally that don't have health care. The whole giving health care to illegals is not really what we're into. Wow. You stupid, pandering, virtue-signaling a-holes. Ooh, that's strong. On stage with your completely fanciful unicorn. Even the Hispanics say, what are you doing? You can't possibly afford that. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. God, I know, I know. It's astounding. And how does people take? How do people take any of this seriously? And, and I said the day after the debate, and I still think it. The headline was not Harris Biden, which, by the way, those polls have settled way down since the day after. Anyway, that was not the headline. The headline was all the candidates saying free health care for illegals, and oh, by the way, crossing the border is not illegal. Right. That was the headline. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And the guy who's the president of LULAC said. No, that is not a good issue for us. Wow. Wow. Amazing. So revealing. Yeah. I'm just worried they're going to catch on. I hope they don't catch on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't want them to catch on. As Chris Christie said yesterday on ABC This Week, he said, please, have AOC on this show every week. I would love it. As a Republican, I'm begging you. Have AOC on every week. We want her to define the party. And again, I want these candidates to continue to think, to please Hispanic voters, we need to say health care for illegals. No. No normal person thinks that makes any sense whatsoever. Right. And you're afraid. All ten of them were afraid. And then Joe Biden with his slow hand. I guess we're supposed to say we're for this. I'm afraid to not go with the crowd. Unbelievable. None of them had the guts to say, well, we can't give free health care to illegals. Right. We've got enough citizens of this country that don't get the health care they deserve. Lawful immigrants. Whatever you want to say. But uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, just uh, to be the adult in the room, the White House goes back and forth, Congress goes back and forth, the Senate goes back and forth. As an American, it would gratify me if the Democratic Party would figure out that these views are incredibly unpopular. There are a couple of hotbeds of this sort of thinking, a couple of population centers on the West Coast and like Harvard. And other than that, nobody thinks that nobody thinks these things are a good idea. Gavin Newsom thinks they are, the governor of Cal Unicornia. Yeah, I'm but, just concerned that with a year and a half to go, that's a long time. Most people aren't paying attention. This this craziness is going to disappear. The smart people the, with all the money are going to tell the big candidates, look, these positions are not going to get us elected president. Yeah, you probably. want my donations? This is crazy. Yeah, cut it out. So that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Yeah, wackadoo. Uh, Florida is selling driver's license, driver's personal information to private firms. Oh, so they're taking the information you get through the government from your driver's license and everything like that and selling it to people like it's Google. revenue Facebook. opportunity. There you go. It's the first state to do that. Other states will probably follow. Oh, That Florida. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When I was going to mention what uh, comfort vehicles are. I won't mention where we were. I was at a variety of um, uh, big population places where you take families. I uh, went to Legoland, I was in Vegas, and we rode roller coasters and did all kinds of different stuff. But anyway, one of these places had something called the uh, convenience vehicles. 
And I realize uh, we're a fat country, mm. and uh, I, I'm, I'm included in I that. I did my and, part. And, and, yeah, and, and a lot of us are. Yes. But at some point, we probably ought to take a look at ourselves when we now Oof. have convenience vehicles at some of our uh, public gatherings. And it says, for people who are uncomfortable walking around. Oh, boy. And, of course, who was riding these things? No longer ambulatory. Really, really giant fat people. Wow. Who've decided, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't walk or whatever. Or a lot of people that are injured and are super overweight. And then, you, they, you know, this is part of the whole overweight deal where we, we all recognize this as a country. Yeah. You get heavy. Your knees can't handle it. Now you're injured. You can't exercise if you want. You get even fatter. I mean, the people get into that cycle. It happens all the time. I know. Right. I know p- p- people personally. Yeah. And uh, so, what are we going to do with that as a society? But scooters. Thirty years ago, we didn't have convenience vehicles for people who are uncomfortable walking around the park. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting Wh- for a, a beast. Change. Yeah. For the beast. Again, if it was antelopes or crocodiles, science scientists would be going crazy. Trying to figure it out. There would be national symposium. Symposia. Uh, it just, yeah. Wow. Comfort vehicles, they call them? Yeah. Or convenience vehicles? Yeah, comfort vehicles. Comfort vehicles, okay. I, uh, of course, I mocked that those idea. those not comfortable walking. I mocked that idea in my mind, and then that night went to an all-you-can-eat buffet and ate enough for seven people. Wow. Of stuff... A lot of stuff that you should never eat as a grown-up. I mean, just there's no reason you should ever have this in your mouth as a grown-up. Then got up and used your legs like a sucker again. <laughs> While I still can. Right. Until I no longer can. Which... What's, what's the ethics of that? Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm at whatever, Disney or, or whatever. We'll say a, a Legoland. Maybe I'm just lazy and I grab one of those. And some big old fat guy comes along and there are none left. Do I have to give mine up to him because he's fatter? I'm kind of sore. It is a, a first. Stiff. It was a first come, first serve sort of thing because they have yeah. a limited number of them. Wow, yeah. I don't know what you do. I'm lazy. I'm taking one. <laughs> God, <laughs> would people you... get mad at you? I don't know. I don't know what the personal ethics of that are either. I would. I would fight that until I just absolutely look. I I cannot walk, or I yeah. wouldn't go. Right. I don't know at what point I would go to something, a state fair or a Disneyland or whatever, and ride around in that thing because you know it's just. I get really winded. I'm fat now. Wow. Where this goes, I don't... Something's got to happen. You would think. Can a species just keep getting fatter and, on average? And keep pretending that's not the cause. I mean, there was nothing, you know... that was it, Everybody riding them was crazy overweight. Right. Right. There was nothing anywhere about overweight in the signage. It was just comfort and convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Well... You wouldn't... If you'd have told people this 30, 40 years ago, they'd said, what are you talking about? Did they at least have a drive-through lane or the concession stand, <laughs> so I don't have to get out of my scooter to get more food? Of course, I was sitting there eating churros oh. in the hot sun, showing your uh, unity with Hispanic people. Amusement park churros, as I Pro watch immigrant watch other people who are just a couple of steps ahead of me, right, right around in cards because they can't walk. Oh, you judge and then chop <laughs> down on another <laughs> right. bite of dough and sugar, <laughs> mouthful of churro as you criticize. Look at that fat guy over there. <laughs> It's really good if you dip it in a frosting. (laughs) Proud of yourself, Jumbo. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jeffrey 
Epstein is going to spend the rest of his life in prison. He should because he's a scumbag and was raping children. But the reason why is kind of interesting. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm glad he's going to, but it's kind of some weird laws that will put him in prison forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Boise, Idaho is trying desperately to not become Los Angeles in terms of junkies and bums littering the streets oh. and ruining the quality of life. And the courts are telling them, nope, you got to let it happen. Unbelievable. I drove around L.A. for two days. I got to talk about what I saw. Different than it used to be. Mm. Meanwhile, speaking of Cal Unicornia, Sacramento County is getting a lot of attention lately. Uh, the website Jalopnik, which is a uh, often a very enlightening and interesting website, deal with tech and other things. Um, Sacramento County says it's illegal to work on your own car in your own garage. Land of the free, my ass. And they make the point that it's not unique, uh, Sacramento laws, but it's come to the attention of the uh, work on your car community, and people are are up in arms. I Uh, worked on my car over vacation. You probably, you know. My blinker was out, so I uh, took it apart and put in a new bulb and mm -hmm. then had some other problems and fixed it. Refilled the blinker fluid? Yeah, I put a new blinker fluid and tightened the blinker belt. Well, kiss your children goodbye. You're probably going to jail, depending on what your county does. Um, uh, The laws in question have to do with Sacramento's zoning code, the website for which has an explanation of the code's related auto repair. The code states that conducting minor vehicle repair or minor automotive repair is legal at a residence, and it defines minor automotive repair as brake part replacement, minor tune-ups, change of oil and filter, repairing flat tires, lubrication, and other similar operations. So far, so good. That is, until you get to this section of the explanatory website. Section 2 is a minor vehicle repair permitted at residences. Yes, but it is unlawful for any person to engage in or permit others to engage in minor vehicle repair or maintenance in any agricultural, agricultural residential, residential, interim estate and interim residential zone under any of the following circumstances. You're using tools not normally found in a residence. What is, who, Which, who decides that? Well, and, and that's where Jalopnik jumps in. They said, how exactly do you define tools not normally found in a residence? How about a socket set? What about a torque wrench? A brake drum puller? This feels like a rule that's dangerously open to interpretation with pretty minimal supporting evidence. Uh, number I, two. I would love to know that. I, I, I have most of that stuff you just mentioned. Is that common or not? I don't have any idea. No, I don't I have guess a judge would have to decide. I do, but yeah. Uh, it's uh, unlawful if it's conducted on vehicles registered to persons not currently residing on the lot or parcel. In other words, you cannot help your friend with his brakes. Wow, so my mechanical buddy garage. who comes over all the time and helps me with stuff, right? you can't do that. No way. Because, That's illegal. But, have we gotten to the because? What's the because? Because you've got to keep order. But, I mean, what they well, no, they're probably trying to prevent off-the-books mechanic shops operating out of guys' garages. Okay, well, there's got to be a, a way to separately handle that. Well, you know, back when it was a more cohesive hands. society, you would go to your neighbor and say, hey, that's really bothersome, and then something would be done about it, you know, one way or the other. But now, because part and part of it has to do with the uh, polyglot society, you have people coming in from all sorts of different cultures. We took a phone call years ago when we used to take phone calls from a guy who had a family living next door. I can't remember. They may have been Vietnamese or uh, Filipino. I can't remember. But they would gut and clean fish by the dozens on the driveway right next to the house. And the smell was horrendous. 
<laughs> they're operating essentially an off-the-book fishmongers there, and, and so they called the authorities. But anyway, so you can't help out a buddy. And Are there also other really, sorts of mongers? I only hear it about fish. You know, that's a good point. Uh, conducted outside a fully enclosed garage and resulting in any vehicle being in, inoperable for a period in excess of 24 hours. So you wow. cannot have, I mean, if you have to finish up One the next day. day. Right. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. One commentator on the uh, uh, Motorsports Forum reported that he'd already been issued a $430 fine for working on his car in his garage. He, You can request a hearing to review the code enforcement decision. That costs $700 to complain. And that's not some fussy HOA. That's the entire county. That is amazing. I did a lot of reading about the founding and founding fathers and Declaration of Independence, that sort of stuff. We are clearly going the wrong direction. I mean, it's so clear. They mentioned the chemicals involved in automobile repair can pollute our neighborhoods and endanger the health and well-being of our residents. Furthermore, this type of activity increases vehicle traffic, and the visual impact can negatively impact property values. So the government steps in. Fantastic. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the Trump administration's battling the crisis at the border on even more fronts today. And we got an update on the billionaire Epstein accused of raping underage girls. We will get into those stories coming up. Yeah, he will go to prison for the rest of his life. I can point out why. That's that's a done deal. It's going to be one of those like 2,000-year sentences. Good. News is next. Armstrong and Getty. I don't know what you got to do to be a chess grandmaster, but it's a pretty big deal. This chess grandmaster who is climbing the um, the rankings very quickly and might have been headed toward being the greatest chess player in the world was caught in a bathroom at, during a tournament cheating. He said he had to go to the bathroom during a match, which you're allowed to do, and then a camera in the bathroom. Why do you have cameras in there? Wow. Pointed at the toilet. Anyway, he's in there sitting on the toilet. Uh, he's got the seat down. He's just using it as a stool, and he's on his smartphone looking up chess moves. Wow. <laughs> wow. Googling it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? You got to pee again, Jim? Eh, I drank too much coffee. I'll big, be right back. Big All brain, right. small bladder. I assume he's Russian. I, just, I, don't know. I don't know what he is. Be back in a moment. Must take phone. Check Mo- Twitter. Most of your chess masters are Russian. Right. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the Trump administration is proposing a restriction to crack down on migrants from Central America seeking asylum in the U.S., the restriction would deny anyone who crosses the southern border from seeking asylum in this country if they came through another country and did not ask for asylum in that country. Maybe. See, the U.N. Uh, rules on asylum mm-hmm. seeking say you have to apply in the first country. Right. My- so those are the rules. Migrant from Honduras who did not seek asylum in Guatemala or Mexico would not be eligible for asylum in the United States. The Department of Homeland Security acting secretary saying the rule will help reduce a major pull factor and lead to fewer people transiting through Mexico on a dangerous journey. Meanwhile, federal immigration officials have stayed quiet on the details about the nationwide immigration crackdown that was supposed to happen over the weekend. Agents had been expected to start a coordinated action on Sunday, targeting about 2,000 people who had final deportation orders in 10 major cities. 
including San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Miami, and on and on and on. You know, it's pretty clear to me, and yeah, plenty of you got there before I did, that, and I have a feeling maybe Stephen Miller's behind this, but they're just over and over and over again making announcements or claims or tweets or, or what have you that force the mainstream Democrats into standing up for policies that are really unpopular right. or, or yelling against policies that are quite popular. Or standing up for people that are unpopular. We talked earlier about the poll numbers among swing voters with uh, AOC and some of the others on the squad. They're right. incredibly unpopular. Right. So maybe he says something uh, abhorrent and wrong about them. But if you stand up for somebody who's really unpopular, that doesn't really work for you, as Nancy Pelosi and the media are having to do. And old Nancy knows it, too. This is some high level, speaking of chess, going on. Yeah. Senator Lindsey Graham, by the way, he toured uh, migrant detention centers along with Vice President uh, Mike Pence last week. Graham saying he saw a system about to break because of the crush of people trying to get into the U.S., and a lot of them trying not for just the first time. Graham telling Fox News. What I saw is a bunch of people have been here before, broke the law before, and we're not going to let them go. I don't care if they have to stay in these facilities for 400 days. We're not going to let those men go that I saw. It would be dangerous. I believe more people think the way Lindsey Graham does on that issue than don't. I believe that's a b- above 50% issue. Right. and It uh, sure isn't 90-10 the other way, as you would get the idea from the media. Oh, I was watching the guy who runs this whole thing for Trump. <laughs> right. How's that for, for knowing the names in the departments? <laughs> uh, dude who's in charge of the border, uh, being questioned on several of the shows yesterday. You're going to keep people in these facilities while our only alternative is to let them go. Well, that would be better, wouldn't it, to, to, to let them go than to hold them like this? And I'm screaming at the TV... I don't think most people agree with you. And who's standing up for the citizens and the lawful nobody, immigrants nobody, in this country? Nobody on any of the talk shows no, that I watched yesterday. Nope. They only were concerned about the people that are being held in those jails or whatever you want to call them for 40 days. Right. Anybody got any love for the taxpayers? No. None. Or the sovereignty of the nation. Right. Not in the media. Bunch of freakazoids. Federal judge says, well, he needs more time to decide whether to release accused child sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein out on bail. No, you can't let him out on bail. Judge Richard Berman says he'll issue his decision Thursday morning. Epstein behind bars at the Manhattan Detention Center until then. His attorneys are hoping to uh, get him released on $77 million bail by putting up his Upper East Side mansion and other assets for the bail. So we were on vacation. I don't know how many saw this. I mean, they had quite the video going of uh, of when he was arrested, his private jet landing at that super uh, posh where all the, the most powerful people in the world land yeah. their private planes. He gets off his plane, get arrested. Split screen with guys with crowbars busting down his giant wooden, I live at a castle door. Of his oh, gazillion, yeah, gazillion yeah. dollar Manhattan place. And they go in there and there's a safe in there. And what they get out of the safe is what's going to put him in prison for the rest of his life. Tons and tons and tons of pictures that he's got in there of underage girls naked. Uh, under federal law, it's illegal to simply possess any such pictures of anyone under the age of 18. It doesn't matter what's going on, what happened. Even outside of the you raped them or you paid them for sex or whatever, you cannot have pictures of a, of a naked girl who's 14 years old. And then if you transport one of those pictures across state lines, Ooh. which they know he did between yeah. Florida, New York, and various places, mm. 
That one picture taking it across the state line, punishable by up to 20 years in prison for a first offense. He's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures. And then, if he downloaded the photos, which they believe onto a compact disc manufactured overseas, he's on his island, and he downloads any of these pictures onto a compact disc, then he's violated the Foreign Commerce Clause, which could add hundreds, if not thousands of years. Is that why you should buy American for your child porn CD pleasures? I just think it's interesting because you'd think... The fact that he was raping children would be enough to put him in prison forever. But it's all these weird, you took a picture across state line stuff that's right. going to do him in. Yeah. Or you downloaded it off your computer right. in another land, that sort of thing. By the way, if he was the photographer or even conspired or pay with a photographer or paid a photographer, he was probably the photographer in most cases. He's in deeper, deeper trouble, trouble still with all kinds of different laws that exist. Um... And for all of Epstein's pals, politicians, movie stars, the super powerful professors that traveled and partied with them, they all have to be sweating, according to the Washington Post, wondering whether the camera was either pointed their way when they were standing next to one of these 16-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Well, a PR alone, it'd be horrible. Yeah, you'll probably Even get out of the no big trouble, but right. it, it won't make any difference. It's not going to look good. Right. If you're, if you're smiling with your arm around some 16-year-old girl Durr. that he's got naked right. pictures of. Right. And she's testifying on the stand that, you know, I was being raped. Wow. It's going to be ugly for a lot of people. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. It's amazing that he got away with that for all those years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people have been calling his plane the Lolita Express forever. Right. Yep. Got tons of money. Afford the best lawyers in the world. We're talking to Deborah Saunders uh, earlier of the Las Vegas Review Journal, and she was talking about how when um, uh, Palm. Palm County, Florida. What? What was the county? I can't remember. Anyway, but when the Florida County went after him originally years and years ago, oh eight, I guess it was. Uh, he his dream team, which made OJ's dream team look like a bunch of punks, started going after the prosecutors and their families, trying to find peccadillos, marital affairs, anything to get him disqualified. Tried to dismantle the local prosecutor's office so that he couldn't be prosecuted there. I think this is proof that if you've got enough money, you can get away with anything. If you can get away with raping children for decades yeah practically if you, openly if you can you if you got enough money you can get away with anything and he may he may have gotten away with it forever till the day he died if trump weren't president because as we also talked about earlier the only reason the miami herald got all excited about this story again was because trump hired a dude who was involved in the case and they thought maybe they could smear trump house somehow with it right so now there's enthusiasm again and they went after him isn't that astounding it's it's, yeah. it's sick all the with way around in the white house nobody cared this guy was raping girls nobody cared then old Robert Acosta gets hired as the labor secretary, whatever that is. And, uh, and all of a sudden now he's a bad man who's got to be brought down. Acosta is. And then the obvious math is, well, okay, if the guy's so reprehensible that Acosta's a bad guy for not nailing him hard enough, I guess maybe we ought to, like, go after him again. Okay. And so they did. It's unbelievable. What a scumbag, though. Does anybody have any principles? Is there some sort of test, maybe a blood test, or like, a, like that that weird thing where you got to hold your hands up over your head at the airport? Can, can you set that to scan for principles? Yeah, Am I a naive yeah. idiot or what? Nobody has any principles. 
They just uh, to put them on and take them off like clothes, depending on when they're useful. Uh. It's enough to make a man cynical. <laughs> it's the modern era, man. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. F-bombs have gone completely mainstream is one thing I learned on my vacation. Oh, no. Not not just in terms of people saying them, which has uh, been the case for quite some time. When I was a kid, you... God, you'd never hear an adult say that uh, in public around other kids. Now it's if you did, you'd talk about it for weeks. And and now you do all the time and then it's been that way for a long time. I mean, I don't want to sound that out of touch. But I don't know how many different places, touristy places I was in the LA area and in Vegas where and there's kids everywhere. I mean, this is like the gift shop um at the hotel or whatever. Shirts that have F something in them. Really? Yeah, just on display or wow. or wacky signs. I mean, it's just part of the novelty. Wow. Just okay, I guess. I don't yeah, know how that I don't, happened. I don't believe in words as magic incantations. You know, I get how language evolves and we'll uh, invent new swears just to keep ourselves fresh. But there's no need for that. I, it's just so dumb, is what bothers me. That's rude. Come on. I say p- it. Oh, all right. See, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not helping. I with say that. a few, huh? So I took my kids uh, to Legoland. The whole family went to Legoland before Sam and I went on our just father-son, him and me, long road trip, which was a separate uh, thing. But went to Legoland. I I took my kids there years ago when it was good. (laughs) Um, A land of Legos seems like a paradise for seven-year-old me. It's astounding, isn't it? Oh, well... it's amazing to me from an entrepreneurial standpoint that they took this product that had been around forever. Legos existed before I was born. Yeah. And they were a thing. They were the same thing for years. They, they were okay toy. They're fine. Sure. They're just you little can square make a little blocks. car. They, in fact, they had a, bu- a, a bunch building. of places. <laughs> they had a bunch of places where you could play with Legos, and all they had was the Legos I grew up with, just different lengths of rectangles. And I told my kids, I said, this is what Legos was, were when I was your age. This is all there was. Which blew their minds. I mean, there were no wheels or windshields or, I mean, just people. I mean, there was none of that sort of stuff. Oh, you can make people. They had unusually large feet and their arms always stuck straight out. And you had to tell somebody it was a person before they would know it was a person. Right. And now they have... What is that, a robot? Well, gazillions of different characters you can make for Lego. Behind the desk, when you check in, it's a wall of Lego characters, which my uh, Henry, who's obsessed with Legos, just... He couldn't stop staring at the wall. From the moment we got out of the Uber and walked into the building, Henry was yelling, this is the greatest day of my life. Wow. Which is, you know, that's a win for a vacation. Yeah, I'd say. If your kid is saying that. That's great. But, so, Henry, my youngest, if you uh, if you haven't heard me talk about this, he's he's got a variety of problems. We think we know what they are. We're not sure. We're seeing specialists. But he, he doesn't go to school. He, he, he hardly ever leaves the house. He rarely wears clothes. So for him to be able to, and we're on lots of medication now, so things were getting better, and uh, we thought we could pull off this vacation one night, a 24-hour trip, tried to pull it off, got all the get medica- in, medication dialed on, yeah. had him with headphones on all the time so the noise didn't send him off on a screaming fit or just fall apart or whatever, and um, so he was able to tolerate it mostly through the whole trip, but the highlight of my whole trip, 
and I have trouble thinking about it or I'll get too emotional. But the highlight of my whole trip was uh, they, they had their own. What a great idea. We stayed in the Ninjago room, which mm. is a, a Lego cartoon thingy. Which they absolutely love. Again, I'm uncomfortable with that name. Sounds like a racial slur. <laughs> it's, it's about ninjas. It's fine. Nah. But, but in the in the Legoland uh, California Bunch of Hotel, Ninjago's moving into the neighborhood. I tell you. <laughs> oh what. my god! I know it's objectionable. Anyway, so they have a kids disco going on <sighs> from six until nine at night, and it was just like a nightclub. Only it was for children. Wow. And it was dark in there with thumping music, and they play all the thumping music that's so popular now. And they got a disc jockey spinning songs and everything like that. And he's got his microphone, and he's going around saying, Hey, what's your name? Oh, you're Sam? Hey, Sam is in the house. Big hand for Sam. And everybody's, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. dancing around. Wow. Like that. <laughs> it's wow. absolutely hilarious. But both my kids ran in there, and I didn't even know if Henry would do it all. Um, and he ran in there with his headphones on, and he started dancing around, and he was spinning on his back trying to do uh, break dancing and stuff. <laughs> yes. Just loving it. And the announcer oh, said, man. hey, Henry, here's got the moves. Everybody check out Henry's moves. And he was, it was the most normal moment he's ever had in his entire life. Wow, that's Like being great. the closest he's been to a normal kid ever, doing other things other kids were doing, people watching him, just stuff like that, peers, and it was just, oh, it almost killed me watching him and get to have that moment, and how rare it is, unfortunately. Hopefully that will be fixed with the right doctors and medication, but oh, oh, it was just, I would have paid a million dollars for that. Uh, You know, I realized... He was so comfortable and happy, which might have been the first time he's comfortable in the seven and a half years he's been alive. I I realize it's very complicated, but uh, do you hope that maybe that there's a not a breakthrough exactly, but progress. Just oh, it's gotta he be, felt comfortable among yeah. people and doing stuff, and to be might a, be able to do it again. Yeah, it had to be a huge mental hurdle for him, right? That yeah, that that I have done this. God, and but can't his do it. enthusiasm for the thing overcame. Yeah. You know, I think the headphones might be a huge key to it, and that's just kind of accidentally. He, he the noises bother him, but he he can't handle stimulation, lights, sounds, all this sort of stuff, and maybe the the sound. I've thought about I might start wearing headphones. The world is so loud now. Yes. So much louder than it used to be. If you yeah. ever get out into the woods or the mountains or something, then you finally realize, oh, yeah, this is what life is supposed to sound like. Almost silent, except for a little bit of wind and a bird. But everywhere you go in the modern world, especially in urban areas, is so punishingly loud. Right. And they decided that it, it, it stimulates our appetite. It makes us drink more. It makes us eat more. It makes us think thing, fun things are happening. So... Every restaurant, bar, the gas station with the TV blaring at you while you fill up with gas. Everywhere you go is so so loud. And I just wondered, I might try wearing headphones for a day, just out and about, going to the store, getting gases, and just see how much quieter the world seems, how much calmer we all might be if we didn't have so much freaking stimulation all the time. People assume you're pumping the jams, but you could use those little foamy earplugs. Yeah. I'd be up for that. Man, we, on our vacation, we kayaked a lot. And we, we rafted some and just spent a lot of time in quiet places. And, oh, my God, it was great. It's fabulous. I mentioned this uh, tour guide on the rafting trip. And at, at a couple points, I really emphasized how great the quiet was. It's the quiet that draws me to these places. <laughs> the quiet. Hell of a nice kid. But I'd heard just about enough about what he planned to study in, school, in college. Kid and, got a mouth like a motorboat. <laughs> yeah. but uh, well, well, that's great, though. Happy for Henry. Fantastic. What, and then what you are, took Sam to Sin City. Las Vegas, yeah. I'll have to talk about that. Um, amazing. Here's 100 bucks, son. Try not to blow it. And that girl at the bar doesn't actually like you. 
The guy. I realize you're nine. <laughs> the guy that worked for the Lego Corporation that came up with the idea of what if we had a movie about Legos and featured Legos and made different shapes? That guy, I don't know what sort of bonus he got, right? But it transformed the stupid little blocks from when we were kids, right? That were fine into this just massive thing, right? Worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, it was funny. I didn't want to interrupt your story, but who was the Lee Iacocca of of Lego right. that said? Listen, I, I'd like to propose something. I realize this is outrageous, but I, I'd ask everybody to give it a fair hearing. How about non-rectangles? Uh, circles? Uh, triangles? Triangles? Probably ran him out of the meeting. Had him fired. What if, what if we basically make the models... But all the parts snap together instead of gluing together. And we have uh, instructions for kids to put them together. Now, I tell for you what. For all age groups. The, the whole instructions. Hopefully up to 40-year-old childless men. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that it's now not about free creation. Now it's more about following directions and doing something pre-planned. There's an aspect of that that bothers me a little bit. But, I don't know. My kids love them, too. I like doing them. So... Because you come up with these fabulous creations, and they're fun, and they're not all rectangles. Mm-hmm. Got little heads and lights and swords. If your kid says this is the greatest day of his life on your vacation, then you've uh, you've picked the right spot. Yeah, yeah, that's a win. Of course, then you got to replicate that throughout the years, and that's not easy to do. No, you're doomed. You're doomed. The moon, maybe? Next summer, math camp. <laughs> <laughs> not everything's ninjas. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.